afternoon to you. I feel like I'm always the one who says hello first. Well, you're better at it. Does that make me uh, like needy or like a go-getter? Um, it makes you, yeah, it makes you a go-getter. You're in charge. You're a boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm boss. Yeah, you're, you're a boss. I'm boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how, how is it? How is, how is it? How is it? Do you want to be more specific about that question? How are it? How 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 are it? It's good. How um, it how it do? How how you be? <laughs> <laughs> how's your how's your weekend? This how past was your weekend? weekend? Yeah, we can talk about what we're doing this weekend. We're gonna have a real. It's we're gonna see a lot of each other. This it's a jam packed weekend, and it starts on Friday. We have like an official play date planned mm-hmm. on Friday. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. very high school. It is, and I couldn't be more excited because I love nothing more than a like a day plan, mm-hmm. especially when the when the plans of the day involve sitting and yeah. crafting and we have a lot watching. of we have a lot of things planned, but we are not going further than four blocks from my house right. at any for any given activity. Right. We're gonna eat. We're gonna. Oh, should we go? Go in the order. Go in order. Okay, so. on bullet points because I'm actually a little stressed out about it at this point because there's so much stuff. Wow, do we I need, know everything? We need okay. a list. I'm gonna maybe, maybe I forgot. Do you want stuff. me to? Do you want me to do it? No, I'm gonna say it and you correct me. Okay, if I'm do wrong. it in order. Okay, so I'm I wake up, um, <laughs> in the morning and I kind of take my time because I don't have to be to Adam's place until two, but I think I should probably get there one thirty. Yeah, see, so you're that, already you're okay, already wrong. All right, God, I'm appoint- not wrong. We have an appointment just, at yes, two, so okay. you need to be there before two. All right, I am going to arrive at Adam's apartment sometime between sometime around one thirty, and then at two o'clock we have an appointment just a few blocks from his apartment to get Adam's ears pierced and yours, right? And my in yeah. one of my earlobes because I already have pierced ears. Um, but like I'm going to get pressure. a, I'm going to get a second hole in one of my lobes in solidarity. Yeah. Cause I want a hole. Yeah. You can't just like watch. Yeah. You, what are you going to get all the holes? Yeah. I'm getting, I'm getting both my ears pierced. I always wanted to get them pierced in high school, but I never had the guts. You're looking at diamond studs? Well, in the future. Well, you ha- you're going to have to choose something that day, and you can't I'm, yeah. take it out for weeks. So like, yeah, I'm going to choose whatever, like, tiny little things I have. But a diamond then... or a ball? Just, uh, just like, something super small, like a silver I know, but, okay, silver so not something sparkly. Nothing, no, nothing yet. expensive. Well, it doesn't need to be expensive. At Claire's, you nothing get a cubic flash. zirconia. 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 <laughs> for a dollar. Anyway. Um, just a placeholder while I do my I know. shopping for myself. Just understand that that thing is those things are going to need to be in your ears for for weeks. You can't swap them out at any given time. You're really not supposed to, and I don't remember why, but you're just really not supposed to. Okay. Um anyway, um we're going to do that and then and then we're going to do some watercoloring. Watercoloring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making my boyfriend Jason a cute watercolor painting. 
based on a song lyric that he likes. Isn't that so precious? It's very cute. And we're am I teaching you how to watercolor? No, I mean what's your what's your skill level at it, this point? Oh nothing. I mean I took a watercolor class at the Brooklyn Brainery about a year and a half ago and So you're an expert. Uh, yeah, so I know exactly what I'm doing. But I'm not looking to really do a ton of technique stuff. I honestly just wanna draw it in a really thin micron and then like color by numbers kind of deal like i don't i don't want to do anything super crazy because i don't have the skill set yet and i'm not trying to learn how to watercolor in one day we are going to do some exercises though yes adam bought little stencils Mm -hmm. and we're going to practice with little stencils they're like different shapes like a star and a hectagon Um, the goal is to get the painting done oh yeah it's it won't it won't take that long what are we going to do while we're painting <laughs> Are you Do okay today? <laughs> I I'm just trying Is there to something on your mind. <laughs> no. What are we gonna watch? I forget. Did we talk about that? Yes. During. Yeah, we're gonna watch Crazy Rich Asians. No, 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 no. We're not. We're not. We're gonna wait. We're not gonna watch that while we paint. You want to watch? You want to no. watch it after? No, that makes sense. That makes more sense because I don't want to just sit and and watch it because I've seen it three times already in theaters. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So we're gonna watch Crazy Rich Asians in 4K. On my 77-inch TV. <laughs> yeah, that's our plan for Friday. <laughs> and then Saturday is – well, my my birthday is on Monday, so I'm having some people over on Saturday uh, to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> just talk about it? Yeah. Is there an activity or are we just going to sit around? We're going to sit around. Okay. We're gonna, everybody's going to say one thing they like about me. I have a – One have thing a... I need to improve on. I, I'm doing a low-key thing. And all of my friends are pregnant or they go to oh bed God. early. All your so. friends are pregnant. <laughs> so they're just uh, – it's going to be me and Adam starting at like 8 p.m. Yeah. Um, which will be good. Yeah. That's exactly how I planned it however many years ago. <laughs> my plans my are dad. finally coming to fruition. <laughs> I plan for all of your other friends to get pregnant at the same time. Oh, so you'd wow. only have me left. That was really cool of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, everybody's happy. <laughs> Uh, anyway. So what are we drinking? It's different this you time. You should talk about it because this was all your This was all my idea. Thought baby. I I texted you last night and I was like, how would you feel about me making drinks for the next episode? <clears throat> and if you were like, I don't want to do that, then I was going to be like, well, then we should maybe eliminate that segment because it's <laughs> it needs to be spiced up a little bit. <laughs> but luckily you said yes. So I made a poor man's version of French 75s, which is gin... Champagne, simple syrup, and lemon. That's what a real. That's what a re- that's what a real is. one is, and it's supposed to be in a champagne flute. We are not drinking them out of champagne flutes. I do have nice gin, good champagne, and then I got lemonade. Right, and it is good champagne. It's Veuve Clicquot. It was all sale, baby. All sale, baby, and a fancy looking gin. It's actually just like middle, middle yeah, it's of the just road got gin. Good branding. Yeah, so that, that'll get me. I will buy the cheapest gin if it has the prettiest label. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. You said that a French seventy-five is served in a flute, but I have known them to be served in a champagne glass. What's uh, the difference? Okay, so I, the, the, there might be a more proper name for it, but the sh- the champagne glass that I'm thinking of is a much shallower glass. Oh yeah, it's got a it's got a stem. <laughs> and a, yeah, it's that's the that's the isn't that's the Marie Antoinette like the boob, boob thing. Yeah, it's there like supposed a, to be modeled after her boob. There was like a tweet. <laughs> 
a couple weeks ago that I saw where someone's girlfriend thought that Marie Antoinette's, like, that rumor was champagne flutes. Like, she had, <laughs> like, like, super long, skinny boobs. <laughs> so to, to clarify, if we haven't been clear, the, uh, the, the short, shallow champagne glass that you see in that gif of Leonardo DiCaprio in um, The Great Gatsby to- Toasting, that's the only reference that I can think of. It, it was a very popular glass in, like, the thir- the 20s Caleb, and 30s. can you look it up for us? Look it up, please. Just, like, Google Marie Antoinette's boob <laughs> champagne glass. Anyway. Google some porn for us real quick. So, <laughs> so apparently that shallow glass, which is kind of shaped like a small boob, um, was was modeled after Marie Antoinette's actual boob. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I, whenever I think of that fact... I just imagine her, like, leaning over at the waist, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, into, like, a glass mold. I imagine her, like, being lowered Mission Impossible <laughs> style, so it's, like, like perfectly round. Because that's the thing. It needs to be yeah. from the top down. It can't be as she's standing, because that's not how – that's not a symmetrical boob at that point. It's definitely a symmetrical glass. So – She's like she got in. It was a strange position for her to get into. To and it was also seventeen whatever. So coop. That sounds right. Yeah. C o u p e. Yeah. Coop. I believe it. Okay. I won't challenge that. No, I sure won't. Um. So that's what we're drinking. Is any any old, new business? Any old business? No, we talked we about our fun plans, and we talked about what we're drinking, and we don't light a flame anymore, which is sad. What's our uh? Topic? What's our topic? Manage. Which you came up with, and I would like to know where, wh- why. I was looking at the word manage. <laughs> I figured it was something <laughs> similar to that. I Well, I texted Adam, and I was like, we have a podcast tomorrow. And he was like, LOL, I thought that was on Wednesday. No, it's mm-hmm. today it on is Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, so I suggested manage, and he said, mm, with about like nine <laughs> M's. And was like, yeah, I guess we could do that. Which is always he That's never not exactly what I said. He never responds in a way that is like enthusiastic. Whenever I suggest a topic, he's always like, mm, I got. I don't like this impression of me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Can you go any higher? Mm. No, gets a little Christina Aguilera. <laughs> okay. No, 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 no. You tried. Should we get into it? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> should, I, should I? What? what I feel was... like you should go okay. first. I feel like I can I'll go start. first. I'll start. Okay. I'll start. Our topic is manage. <laughs> Here is a little bit of a scenario for you. I saw, I saw, I know. Are you finished? Your rich aunt, Therese. <laughs> she's French. She has passed away under mysterious circumstances. In her will, she left you an empty storefront in Brooklyn she was planning to open a small business in. The lease is for one year, and if you haven't turned a profit by then, the bank will take the property. Realistically, what kind of store do you think you could manage successfully? Okay, first of all, mysterious circumstances. I don't know what that has to do with anything. It is a red herring. Okay. It has nothing to do with anything. The fact that you say it's a red herring makes me think it's not a red herring. But anyway, it's not important. I mean, there's no right answer. I know. The other thing... This would be like a good like premise for a CNBC hour long reality situational. You know, like chopped. Not that that's yeah. on MSNBC, but just like you just give somebody yeah. a storefront and follow them for a year, and if they turn a profit, that is, then that they would get be a good show. It, it 
I feel like it should take place at like a mall where like there are ten teams and they each get a kiosk, and if they earn enough money, then they get a storefront. Oh, that's cute. And whoever like makes it to the penthouse first, the ant, the empty Ann Taylor loft. <laughs> They, like, get $100,000 to open their own real small business. That's cute. A kiosk. I mean, you have to start at a kiosk. They're the cheapest. Yeah. I guess that's true. But mall kiosks, I think, have a reputation of being kind of junky stuff. Those Dragon Balls. (laughs) Those frozen. Dragon Balls. Yeah. That, like, burn people. Mm -hmm. Kiosks are, are there because they're super cheap and you can have it for a month and then get out quickly and not have to I know but you don't see a lot of mall kiosks that have anything of like real value yeah it's like iPhone cases yeah sunglasses maybe uh, an aqua massage mm-hmm. those aren't that's not gonna stand the so test I take of time. it that this is not what your storefront is no. it's not aqua massage it's not aqua massage my answer is that realistically it should be a liquor store I have a friend that is looking into buying a franchise and he's done a lot of research on like what kinds of businesses are viable. And uh, he was looking into like fast food places and uh, like lawn care places and all, the all these. The middleman between the people who sell dry cleaning chemicals yeah, and dry exactly. cleaners. Exactly. <laughs> it's a front. Boring. It's a front. Keep in mind that this should be something you enjoy. Is this going to be something you enjoy? Can I please? Yeah. So. He told me that liquor stores are always profitable. All the money that goes into like investing in a liquor store is is the inventory. So like you have to spend a ton of money up front mm-hmm. to get the inventory, but then it's pretty smooth sailing after that because it's that's a market that will always people aren't going to get sick of that. Um, yeah, all you have to really buy is shelves and then booze. Yeah, it's not a lot. Like people will come to the store. You're always looking for a liquor store. It doesn't really matter what kind it is. Or what it looks like inside, as long as it has... And people don't want to travel very far to a liquor store. Exactly. For the most part, if there's a liquor store, they're going to have what I need, which is boys. Boes. Boes. But, I mean, so I say realistically it should be a liquor store. Mm-hmm. That would be the safe bet. But if it's in Brooklyn, I would do something fun, but somehow involve CBD oil. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, like, it would be... Like a corgi cafe with CBD oil hot chocolate or like – or just like a CBD candy shop because it's not like a dispensary because it's it's like, you know, there's no THC. It's it's all it's all CBD legal. is cannab- cannabinoid, cannabinoid. cannabinoid oil. Some CBD products do have T- it's THC but – a scam. Let me tell you. Hold on. I took, a, I took a CBD gummy. I don't feel nothing. Oh, Okay. Well, I was not sleepy. I wasn't relaxed. I was just as stressed as before. Okay. I well, you take regular. You take real edibles, and I feel like you <laughs> I can't take real edibles in too much every time. Yeah, I think that I don't think that you can expect to have any kind of similar re- result with CBD oil because what they say about what they say about CBD oil is that sometimes you can't like feel the effects. In a in a real way, it's just it's a imagined way. <laughs> no, ah, I don't know how to explain this because personally, I have not. Um, I mean, I've like tried CBD oil randomly. I bought some um, last night, so I can't speak from experience. But I do know that a friend of mine who has a really bad back 
hasn't been able to run or do sports really, and it's just like a constant problem for him. And he's he's thirty, so he's he's young to be having these problems. And then he started taking CBD oil, and now he can run. Like it's like he it has been like a miracle drug for him. And it's, like, in a very real, like, he had a problem before and he doesn't have that problem anymore. And I've heard other stories like that. And it doesn't get you high. That's the thing. There's no yeah, euphoria. So, like, people are like, what's the deal? But it, the benefits of it apparently. Isn't it? It is supposed to, like, relax you a little bit, right? Yeah. People take it for anxiety. Um, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm good. I mean, I did get some. I'm going to see what it does. So, anyway, my storefront would be <laughs> in Brooklyn. It would have something to do with CBD oil, maybe, like, a massage parlor. Uh, that's really like hip on the inside because it has to be hip because it's Brooklyn, and it, but they massage with CBD oil. So it's a it's like a massage parlor. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, who's massaging? Because I know you're not going to touch any strangers. I'm not. I have employees. Okay. What do I have to run this whole operation by myself? No, but I do feel like you're going to have to. I feel like you won't be able to hire people right off the bat. Okay. Well, then. Um, I mean, I guess CBD you candy could. shop. Okay. No, Corgi Cafe. I don't like. I don't want to poke too many holes in your answer. Where, but you do want to poke where, a few. Where are you going to get a bunch? Where are you going to get like ten corgis all at volunteers? Once? Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> get myself into that community. Okay. I'm okay. a small business owner. Yeah, everybody likes to support small business. That's true. Everyone will be and corgi. The corgi community is. They are a close knit community. So I got to get on on the good side of the corgi king. Okay. Human king of the Brooklyn Corgis. Yeah, okay. You have it all planned out? Yeah. I think he's probably a novelist. A failed novelist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Unpublished, but he still calls himself a novelist. Yeah, because he's yeah. technically written three quarters of a novel. <laughs> what about you? What would you do with Aunt Therese's uh, Brooklyn storefront? That's the real twist, is that we have the same aunt somehow. <laughs> Is it the same storefront that she left the both of us? Oh. Because that would be quite a twist. That's the TV show. That's the that's <laughs> yeah, that's the TV show. She always liked me better. <clears throat> no. So here so here's the real story. No. We have the same aunt. She had two storefronts, and we each get one. And whoever has the most successful store after a year gets all her money. Why did I you just change decided. the scenario? Well, if we have the same aunt, then there's got to be – anyway, my store is initially – it seems like it's boring. You walk in and it's a clothing store. It's a used clothing store. It's like a thrift shop mm-hmm. because I can get a lot of clothes cheap and everybody likes a thrift store. But you have to go all the way to the back to check out and that's when you realize that it's actually an escape room. <gasps> Oh my God! Who is going to design these escape rooms? Me. You are. Yeah, all all by myself. Are you I don't need sure? to hire anybody. Yes. Should we do an escape room after this? Should we design an escape room? No, after this? I would sooner die. See, I would love to design an escape room, Ugh. and I think I would be pretty good at it. I don't want to do an escape room because whenever there's a time limit, I just i i turn. What are those things that turn into a ball? A little armored ball. Armadillo. Yeah, I'm an armadillo. <laughs> I roll up and I I don't want to do it. I think if that, there's a clock ticking, it I shut down. That's fair. That's why I only play two dots. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as far as I know, that's the only app game that doesn't have a that doesn't have a time a limit. time limit. I'm pretty sure it's the only one. The only one on the whole mm-hmm. app store. Yeah. 
I've done my research. So your business is It's an, an escape, escape room, room, but it's not it's an escape room that you can't sign up for. You just find yourself there. Oh. Well, word would get out. Word would get out, but then for a month it would just be a clothing store. So like people would come <laughs> looking for the escape room and yeah. I'd be like I don't know what you're talking about. I'd be like, "Okay, this shirt is ugly, but if you want it, it's $2." And they give me the $2 and be like, "Yeah, it's ugly. Is that a clue?" And I'd be like, Bye. <laughs> and then they'd just leave. And so, like, word would get out that it's not really an escape room, and then mm-hmm. it would go back to being an escape room. Yeah. I don't know if you can outsmart the masses like that. I, I also don't know how this turns be. a profit. Yeah, that's <laughs> a really I... good point. That's not turning any kind of profit. Once it's donation. They... It's donation only. No. Yeah. How is any kind of donation-based – how are you going to make any money? with? Nobody's going to give you any money. Well, I have no overhead. You have no overhead? I have no overhead. Where are you getting all these clothes? Uh, so here, so it's, it's donation only. The only way you can like actually escape the room, like after you figure it out, you have to either give some money or an article of clothing. Oh, that's cute. So you can give your clothing back like that you were going to purchase or you could give, you could trade in for something else. So there's always enough clothing. That's such, that's like. uh, I never lose clothing. (laughs) That's so weird. It's like a threat. It's like, give me that shirt. Mm -hmm. Give me money. I'm going (laughs) to beat you up. Well, it's give me give me that shirt, give me money, or you can't leave. Also, overhead involves more than just like the stuff that you put in the store. You have to pay like for what? utilities. You have to pay for rent on what? the. No, but there's no rent because what do you mean there's no rent. Therese, Therese left it to me. Well, then of course you're going to turn a profit. Yeah, of course. I've thought this out completely. There's no air. I don't air condition it. It's okay. hot. Okay. See, I did not know about the no rent thing. You don't have to pay for electricity. You don't have to pay for internet. No, no electricity. You don't have it's to pay dark. for like the, the the computers that. There's a skylight. Can... The computers are fake. <laughs> <laughs> They're not plugged into anything. But you still have to buy them. There's going to be some overhead, but I did not know about the um, the rent the rent thing. That would have been. I guess cool I was to... assumed that like you you have this place rent free. That would have been information good information to have. I guess it was. I hope you learned something today. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Your turn. Your first question. Oh, you're right. Let's blaze it. <laughs> Let's blast it. Here's my question. Here's my first question. Ace. Have you ever asked to speak to a manager? Has anyone ever asked you if they could speak to your manager? No. <laughs> <laughs> I did put... Another note on this question yeah. saying, if the answer to both of these is no, then do you think you're better than me? Here's the thing. I don't – I've never asked to speak to the, a manager because that is a super nerve-wracking thing to do. But sometimes when a teenager sends me death threats on the internet, I do find out where they work <laughs> I and, I send, and I send screenshots to whoever employs oh, them. Amazing. Or their mom if I can find that. Yeah. Mom is great. Employer is also great. Mom is really great. Yeah. So I guess I sort of have. I just don't go out into the world enough. To your manager. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, there's there was a kid who was, like, sending me, like, super horrible things, sending me death threats. And I went to his Instagram page, and, like, he was bragging about how he got employee of the month at a American Eagle in Utah. Like, he had tagged the exact store. Oh, my goodness. So if you're going to send death threats to people, make sure that you have a private account is yeah. my advice for our teen listeners. Wow, that's great. 
definitely help those people be better at doing mm-hmm. that. <laughs> cool. My mom did ask to speak to the manager once. It, you were there? No. Can you paint the scene? Yeah, she had a pair of boots that she didn't want anymore. This sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. I know this story. Yeah. Please tell it. She had a pair of boots. She couldn't remember where she bought them. You told this on the podcast yeah. very briefly with but no context. But it was context. years ago. But please tell the whole story. She had a pair of boots that she <laughs> didn't want anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so she had a pair of boots that she didn't want anymore. She, she couldn't remember where she bought them, but she assumed it was Target. Uh-huh. So she went to Target. Wait, how old were these boots? Like, she doesn't remember. Like, they were in good condition. Okay, that's not the question they that I ha- asked. They had been worn. Okay, the, again, not the question that I asked. I was like 15. This was 45 years ago. I don't have all the information. <laughs> I know you don't, but I just, I'm just i just trying to get, because when, when you say my mom had a pair of boots that she didn't want, any, <laughs> that she didn't want anymore, like I have plenty Ladies, of shoes. <laughs> this has ever happened to you. I have plenty of shoes that I don't want anymore, but I bought them okay. like six years ago. So of course I don't want them anymore. But I don't. I'm not looking for someone to compensate. These were not six year old boots. They were. They were probably like six months old. I I think she'd maybe worn them once. They were like in good condition. She couldn't remember where she wanted where she bought them, so she just assumed it was Target. And she went to Target. and She's like, I want to return these. They're like, Do you have a receipt? And she was like, No, but I know I bought them here. Oh boy. And so they like looked it up in the system. And they're like. We have never sold these boots. <laughs> and somehow she got them to take those boots back. She said she was gone for a while. She said she was staying there for like 30 minutes arguing about the boots. And she got them to take the boots back. I mean, at a certain point with a place like Target, they're just going to yeah. they're just going to take the loss. I for years I thought that that was so cool of my mom <laughs> that she did that. And now I know it's not. <laughs> It's not. <laughs> she came home and she was so proud. <laughs> so no one's ever asked to speak to your manager either? Um, Not that I know of. Yeah, it would need to be, in order to work, like, in this context, it would need to be somebody speaks yeah. to you and tells you that you're doing Because, I mean, I haven't had very many jobs in my life. I worked at Del Taco as a teenager. Yeah, we've talked Which about is, like, that. who's ever going to ask to speak to a manager at a Del Taco? A plenty of people. I mean... I you know guess. the people on this earth? I do. I know each and every one. <laughs> and they're all God's children. I worked at a call center that I got fired from. Oh. I'm assuming somebody probably complained about me because mm-hmm. I was bad at that. I regularly just clicked decline on calls mm-hmm. that I didn't want to deal with. Yeah, I did. I did a similar thing where a job where I was cold calling for a startup, and it was the worst. It was the absolute worst because I hate talking on the phone. Um, even if I'm talking to somebody that I like. So it was very bad, and I used to just lie and be like, oh, they didn't pick up mm-hmm. on this on the spreadsheet. The call center I worked for, there were different levels, and level one was just for uh, this company that sold pools, like above-ground pools and, like, the chemicals. Mm-hmm. And so all the calls were people from, like, how much of this chemical do I put in my pool? And I never knew. You had to do, like, math. <laughs> which I was bad at. And so I would go I would go online on like the dial up modem and like Ugh. do the math and try and figure out the math and if it took too long One I would start the... to panic and I would just hang up on them. <laughs> <laughs> and so I obviously got fired from that job. <laughs> Cuz like I'm good at math but like I did, I'm not good under pressure. Sure. 
Just like which we is said, why I don't want to do an escape room. Limit. Yeah, exactly. If, I if get there that. Were, if we were in an escape room and they were like, what's four plus four? I would armadillo. That's it. You would turn into an Alex Mack puddle. Yeah. It's the same thing with. Uh, with what, like I was just saying before, if someone talks to me on the street asking me for directions, even if it's a place that I know very well, I'm just like, I can't help you. <laughs> you're putting me in a very pressure out here. I'm, I'm in an instant pot. Yeah. Jason, I got an instant pot recently. Oh, God. I know. <laughs> I know. This is. I don't want to talk about instant pot. I don't want to talk about it either because, like, I know, I feel like you're slipping away from me. What do you mean? Like, getting an instant pot is like. <laughs> One, that's like step one to moving away to the suburbs, which I'm not ready to do, and I'm not ready for you to do that. I'm not ready to do it either. So what about you? Have you... How's it about me? Same question. Have you ever spoken to a manager? Has anybody spoken to your manager about you? I have never asked to speak to a manager, and I never will. I can't deal, I can't deal with that kind of confrontation. I felt um, the urge. Yeah, Certainly. But I can't imagine following through on it. Certainly I have. But I can't. I have, like, the iPhone lady, the Apple, I was told by Apple Care lady in my head. Yeah. And I just, being her would be my absolute nightmare. Uh, those memes with the, with the, can I ask to speak, can I speak with your manager haircut? haircut. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't I want to be if, in that bucket. I wonder if the Apple Care lady was, like, a plant. Like, the association of managers was like, we got to do something. <gasps> And that was, like, staged. The Association of Managers. Yeah. Just miscellaneous managers. Yeah, the union. The union of managers. <laughs> <laughs> that would be an unwieldy union. Just a lot of people to please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to... Just a lot of those... bossy people who are unfulfilled. Yeah, that would be an insufferable summit. Anyway. <laughs> summit. My, um, my point is, is that I can't... I will go to great lengths to avoid confrontation in a retail environment always. Like, mm-hmm. I am always of the position that the person that is providing the service to me is correct and I am incorrect. Like, I once bought a – it was an Instagram ad for these subway signs that were linked to – I don't know. They were like – I don't know. They, they, they were cool looking and the idea is that you put in your train – like I take the F train every morning, so I would put in my F train, and it would—it's like a digital display saying like the next F train is coming in four minutes. It's like those digital displays that they have in the subway stations, and they made them, and they made them uh, for, for for homes. And it's like this independent company. It's not the MTA. Oh, but that's it's, cute. Yeah, it's really it cute. It took me a minute to understand what the hell you were talking about, but <laughs> now that I get it, it's cute. It's very cute, especially since my apartment is. A quarter of a block away from the subway station. So if I see that an F train is coming in two minutes, like I can make that train. So it was going to be like very. I need useful. to buy this right now. Yeah, I know it was going to be very useful to me. Gonna be for shadow. Uh huh. For shadow. <laughs> so I finally, I was like, all right, I'm just going to buy it because it was like a hundred and six dollars or something, and I, I, I wanted it really bad, and I was like, that's too much money, and I just kept wanting it. So I was like, well, if I want it this bad. Um, I'm just going to get it, and I'm going to deal with it. I'm just going to get it. So I bought it. I ordered it, and um, they were like, cool, you'll have it in, like, three weeks. It's, like, this, like, little shop in Bushwick that's making them, like, one by one. Little shop. Little, little shop, shop in Bushwick. Bushwick. So I was like, cool, take your time. There's no rush. <laughs> and uh, after, like, a month, they were like, well, we've gotten a lot of orders, so, like, production is it's crazy, so we're, you're just going to have to wait a little longer. And I was like, cool, great, no problem. I even sent an email back that was like, guys – you're doing a great job, 
I, I understand that you probably have a ton of business right now, and it's hard to keep up with the demand because you're making these by hand. I'm rooting for you. It's literally an email that was not they did not need to receive, and I sent it after they told me that I wasn't getting my thing when I was supposed to get my thing. I was, like, apologizing to them. Cut to four months later. I still don't have my thing, and they sent an email that's like, guys, we've been really bad about customer service. We are committed to beefing it up and providing for you, our customers. And I was like, great, cool. That sounds awesome. You guys are great. (laughs) And then cut to another, like, four months. So this is, like, nine months after I initially ordered this thing. And they send out an email that's like, guys, we fucked up. Uh, We don't have, like, we just can't do it. We can't do it. So if you want your money back, you should probably call your credit card company. And I was like, okay. (laughs) It's like, cool. You guys are awesome. You guys are great. I love what what you're doing. I love what you stand for. Everything's great. You guys are cool. Do you want to come to my birthday party? (laughs) I will never speak to a manager. I am always like, you guys are great. I'm shitty. (laughs) Your guy's great. I'm shitty. So I will never speak to a manager. I'm the exact same way. It doesn't matter how much a company has fucked up. If they call me and they're like, look, we're really sorry, but, like, we're going to do this. We're committed to it. We're going to re-up all of our efforts, whatever the fuck that means. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. Thank you so much for just, like, all like all my worries are away now. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're great. I'm shit. You're great. I'm shit. I mean, like, the other thing that I forgot to say, if, like, pressing zero when you're on the phone with a robot (laughs) counts as asking to speak to a manager, (laughs) you know how when you, like, call a thing and it's, like, press one for, press two for appointments, and I I just, like, jam on zero (laughs) for the operator, and I'm just, like, send her to a human. As for if, um, if anybody's ever asked to speak to my manager... Like not not really. I'm I'm usually a pretty like phenomenal employee, I guess. No, my my uh, are you? I, You're still <laughs> supposed to be at work right now. I've <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I have had a number of jobs in my life. Only one of them was like pure retail. What was it? It was a Crate and Barrel, and it was this. I no, I knew that. Yeah, I know. You You've did. only told me that once. Well, I only worked there for like three months. Not even in a, in a summer um, between my junior and senior year of college in Providence, Rhode Island. Honestly, it was awesome. Why were you in Rhode Island? Because of a- Andy was there at Brown for the summer. For so you lived with him for the whole summer. There's so much I don't know about you. What? I need like a mini series, like a like a lifetime mini series chronicling your whole life. Isn't that interesting. Everything about you is interesting Thank to me. Yeah. Thank you, baby. Um, yeah, I was there because he needed to be there that summer, so I had an internship at a, at a newspaper, and I worked at Crate and Barrel, and I took a RISD class. All right, class. Devil Wears Prada. It was a lot. I was doing it all. I was doing the most. That sounds like a nice summer. It was a nice summer. Crate and Barrel, internship, RISD. I walked a lot. I had a lot of downtime. I saw Wally three times in oh, theaters. God. We've talked about <sighs> how myself. I walked out of that, right? It was so good. Uh, yeah, we, and I don't want to talk about it again. That was before Pixar got good. So I've had a... <laughs> they only got good recently. All right. You know, I don't want to even I love Pixar. It. I love Pixar. I, I don't know if you do. They got good right after whatever the movie after Up was. Stop. Just stop. Up was, Up was like, the low point. <laughs> what? 
up was the low point. Mm-hmm. It was manipulative. It what was about, emotionally manipulative. What about Finding Nemo or The Incredibles? Finding Nemo was Finding Nemo and The Incredibles were both exceptions to the rule, but everything else is trash. What? What else? I mean, A Bug's Life was pretty good. All the Toy Stories are Life. solid. A Bug's <laughs> Life sucked. Toy Story One sucked. Toy Story Two was good. Toy Story Three no! sucked. Are you kidding? Toy Finding Story Dory was okay. Finding Dory Toy Story Two is terrible. No, Toy Story Two is the best. A Bug's Life sucks. I hate you. You you know what? You just love to say the things that nobody else thinks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you love. That's Adam. He loves to say the things nobody else thinks. <laughs> Do you want to list them all and I'll tell you which ones I hate? No, we're not doing that right now. <laughs> Uh, all right. So, um, so yeah, I, as I was saying, I've had a, I've had a lot of, I, I've had a lot of jobs, um, but only one, <laughs> <laughs> but only one retail one. And that was at Crate and Barrel. And nobody ever asked to speak to my manager there. Cause I was just, I felt so blessed to work there in the first place. It was, I fucking love Crate and Barrel. It's a, I feel like it's a very relaxed environment. It was very relaxed. Yeah. I did break a glass once, but the, everybody was cool about it. They were like, it's a rite of passage. There's so much glassware. <sighs> And I barely I, – I, I was there for two and a half months. I wasn't there even long enough to, like, figure out a- anything. I didn't know what I, where anything was. I was still learning. There was a time, though, in uh, in college. I was a spinning instructor in college. So Crate and Barrel had nothing to do with us? No, I just wanted to okay. say because usually when it's can – I, can I speak to your manager? It's usually, like, a retail situation, right? Mm-hmm. So either, like, food service mm-hmm. or, or retail. But I, I was a spinning instructor – in college, at my college. This is completely new information to me. Is that true? Absolutely. No, you've known. I have you, never. You are you this. kidding me? I would absolutely remember you as a spinning instructor, because that's just that's that's a fantasy in my head. <laughs> it was it was like low key spinning instructor. I, I had to get certified, but it, it was not like Soul Cycle. It was just a bunch of like nineteen year olds teaching spinning in between classes. So I taught spinning, and I. Usually had, like, you know, afternoon classes. But, like, for the first two years of me doing it, I had to, like, I had to always do the Friday morning class. So, like, 7.30 spin on Friday mornings, which sucked because, like, Thursday was a big – people went out on Thursdays. Um, So it sucked because I had to be there at 7.30 in the morning and I had to teach a spinning class. And as a spin instructor, you have to be on the bike. So it's not like you can just, like, sit in a corner and, like, tell people what to do. So I had to be both, like, doing shit. Did you have to curate the playlist? Yes, that's what I'm banning to, baby girl. So (laughs) I curated all the playlists, which was, like, the most fun part. But one week I got a little experimental and I (laughs) – I was going through, like, a bit of a fish phase. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my, my God. My my older brother. You're Abby Jacobs. <laughs> Thank you. It's not a compliment. Okay. Uh, my older brother was always really into fish when he was in high school and I was in middle school. And I always kind of looked up to him. So I was like, fish is great. Fish is cool. I like fish. And I did, while I grew out of that pretty quickly, like, in high school, I was like, oh, this is garbage. Um, there were some, some, there was some fish stuff that I very much like. And there's one song of of fishes that's called Divided Sky. And it's like, it's like 14, 15 minutes long. And you know what? It's a, it's beautiful. And there's no lyrics. There's one, there, there's one point where he goes, divided sky, the wind blows high, divided sky, the wind blows high. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Like, and then the rest of it is just instrumental. Um, 
It was experimental, okay? I didn't do it again. I, I tried it out, and it didn't work. But in the morning, I thought, 7.30 in the morning, I'll start with this, like, long fish song, and then I'll go into the Kanye and the... and the Started with fish. Yeah, but it was like, good morning. Like, like I just... I was just <laughs> good morning! <laughs> I was trying it out. Hello, all you hungover people. I was you trying You want to listen to fish out. for 15 minutes? Because I was just trying to buck the trend because, like, everybody thinks that, you know, everybody wants to listen to techno in the morning. Te- no, just techno for spinning. It's like that's what everybody does because you got to get jazzed up. But I thought, why don't I go you in know. the opposite direction? They want to listen to jock jams and, like, Kylie Minogue. I know. I know that now, but I know, and I knew that then, but I just wanted to try something different. And I did, and it did not work. And there was a girl in my class, one of the, one of the writers, um, lodged a formal complaint with my manager. Do you feel you deserve that? No, I was trying something. And it's 7.30 in the morning, and fuck you for coming to a 7.30 spin class anyway in college. Go do something else. Nobody has classes on Friday. That's their that's the day to themselves, and you ruin their whole day by starting with fish. Just that one girl. The rest of the, the rest of the people didn't say a word. They probably respected me for, for They went my to brunch risk. after that and they were like, brunch. You will never believe. Brunch. You'll never yeah. believe. They what went happened. to South Dining Hall and mixed four cereals uh-huh. in a bowl. That's what they did. Who cares? There are there are people who still talk about that. I tried something. Who are like let me tell you about this time in college. I went to spinning and she played a 15-minute fish song on Friday morning. Did they try anything that day? Probably not. Besides maybe putting Cracklin' O'Brien with Cheerios. Ooh, Congratulations. Oh, I know. Cracklin' O'Brien is the number one cereal. It is the number one cereal. And if you it's disagree, so good. It's never listen so to ba- this It's so bad again. for you. It's so it's bad for you. It's horrible for you. I know, which is the sad part because at the end of the day, it's My- just like <laughs> bran holes in a in a bowl of milk and it should be good for you, but it's not. It's My grandmother bad. used to feed Cracklin' Oat Bran to her dogs mm-hmm. and that's why her dogs never lived past age six. <laughs> right. I remember you telling me that, which I still, I want to unpack that at some point. Not right now, but I just don't understand why. Because Cracklin' Oat Bran is like $6 a box. And you can get dog food way cheaper than that. Well, they would feed them, like, Cracklin' Oat Bran and, like, Oreos. My my grandparents were... Well, you said that in the tone, like, the inflection of that sounded what? like it was a justification. No, I... It didn't make any sense. What is, what is your point? My point is that why didn't she just give her dogs dog food? It's so much cheaper than Cracklin' Oat Bran. But she wanted to give it people food. It, she, didn't, she didn't feed them Cracklin' Oat Bran in place of dog food. They got dog food, too. Okay. But she would, like, treat give him. them Cracklin' Oat Bran, like, for a treat at night. Okay, well, that's not how you presented that information to me. You know what? What? doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. My um, grandmother is dead now. You should not speak ill of the uh, dead. You're right. You're right. You should apologize to her ghost. <laughs> Is she here? She could be. <laughs> that is true. They're not ghosts are not bound by human laws. Adam, we're halfway <laughs> through our session and we yeah, have six questions to go. So let's really blaze I mean, it. Yeah, let's blaze it. My answers have been pretty short. What? <laughs> okay, go go ahead. Okay, here's my next question. Question number two. It's a financial segment. And I would like you to put some like uh, some music in, some like like some headline news, like breaking news. Yeah, like breaking news. Yeah. So if you can do that right here. Welcome back. Here's my question for you, Kristen. Now that you are a woman in her early forties, 
<laughs> what steps are you taking to manage your money and save for your future? <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot. This is a very serious But it's something question. you should be thinking about. Oh, should I? You should all be thinking about. Thanks, Dad. Um, what am I doing to uh, to manage my money and save my, for my future? I have... <laughs> Kristen is, like, looking around the room like she's looking for answers. <laughs> Listen, I have put my a big chunk of my money into the investment machine. Mm-hmm. I've fed it right into the... Into the people that so turn you're, so money you're going into the, more money. You're going the big daddy route. I don't know. I don't remember the premise of that movie. He he was like independently wealthy because he was in an accident and he was living off the settlement. We are money. not going to talk about my settlement money on this podcast. <laughs> if you think we're going to talk about the time I got hit by a car, if this doesn't wind up in the podcast, it's not. I, it's I'm canceled. not talking like this is none of this is going in. I'm not talking about my settlement in the podcast. It's so that's <laughs> so. This podcast is all, already borderline. Like, who who cares? It is way over that line. <laughs> we are two wealthy white people who think we're interesting what? enough to have a podcast. Oh, my God. I hate us. I <laughs> hate us. I can't wait until we don't do this anymore. <laughs> we're going to do this till the day we die. I've put a lot of my money into the investment machine. It's like how Liz Lemon says... Help me turn money into more money. Right. Other there's a, there's like an algorithmic automated portfolio that my money is in, and I check it on an app, and it tells me what my gains are. It's and very all I know stressful. is that I'm up. It's oh, like that's nice because I'm down. Oh, cool. Well, we I, use this. We use the same app, and it tracks it every day. I'm down. Yeah, I have lost money. You might have gotten in at a bad time. I got in before. The whole, like, ballooning of the market, how it just, like, it it was, like, unsustainably good. And then it just, and then it crashed. In the yeah, I feel months. like I got, I don't know. So I, I have my money invested, which is a huge step for me, because Lord knows I don't know anything about that. And then I also have a thing where it deposits $100 into some kind of retirement fund every month. Hello? Oh boy. So when I'm retired, I'll have a million dollars. That's... That's not true. That's what I hear. <clears throat> um, but... But other than that, I'm doing everything wrong. Just like every besides those things, I've I've started investing and I'm and I'm putting a little chunk away every month uh, for later. I'm doing everything wrong. I have acquired a taste for like really f- like fancy cocktails to the point where I like can't. I'm such a snob about it. You're not a huge snob about it. I you're kind just, of am. You're a little bit. I you'll just, you'll do things like like you'll go into a bar and you'll be like, so this is like the vibe I'm feeling. What do you recommend? No, I do not say that this is the vibe I'm feeling. What I say is that I don't want a. You give them like little clues, and you're like, <laughs> "What do I want? Can That's you a... guess?" <laughs> First of all, it's a perfectly reasonable question to ask. Like, which of the cocktails on this menu? Are shaken and which are stirred, which sounds very James Bondy, but it's true because if you stir a cocktail, it's usually very like brown licory, like Manhattan based, like bitters, 
uh, like super boozy. And you like things that are shaking. Bitter. And I like things that are shaking because they usually have a citrus element so that it disperses when you shake and it and it cools. It, you know, the ice cold makes everything I cold. do like an ice, ice, ice cold cocktail. Ice, ice, ice. And it, but it usually has some kind of citrus element. So I like white liquor. I like clear liquor cocktails that are like boozy because I have like a pretty high tolerance. So I there just. you go bragging about your enormous tolerance. It's not a brag. It just means that I drink a lot. That's all that that means. So all I'm saying is that I have acquired a taste for fancy cocktails, and those are expensive. And but it's like all that I really want to drink, and that's a problem. I keep planning vacations. I keep saying, "Where are we going on vacation next?" You brought this up. Now it's a tangent. Yeah, Norway. Yeah, we're going to Norway. God, we are awful. I know. I. We can't talk about this. This is not like we're already so uninteresting, and now we're talking about the money that we like, like what we spend our money on. This is so stupid. Are we done with this question? No, I we have to talk about mine. God, okay. ask me what I'm doing with my money. Okay, uh, now that you're a woman in her early <laughs> 40s, what steps are you taking to manage your money and save for your future? So, I also try to like put money in my mutual fund, which like you should do. There's apps for it now. I use Betterment, even if you're just I like also a use child. Betterment. If you're, like, 18 and you can sign up for Betterment, you probably should and just, like, put extra money into put it. Put some money in there. Because if put it's just sitting in your in your, in your your checking account. You're not making money. You're not making money. And even if it's in your saving account, that's, Ignore like, it. earning, like, one, maybe 1%. Ignore the part where I said that I've actually lost money in Betterment. Because <laughs> it's, it'll. The, it's not Betterment's fault. It's, it's the not market. Betterment's fault. It's the stock market. It's Trump's fault. But I'm, like, I'm a little freaked out about it now. I feel like I shouldn't be putting my money in the stock market because it's like it stresses me out, and I want to I want to like put money somewhere where I don't have to worry about it, but I know that it's gonna appreciate, and so I want to start buying art. Or I want to start buying art. But isn't even that risky? Isn't that more risky? Because like art, I don't think so. I think it's like real estate. Like it's always gonna yeah. appreciate. I feel like with art, you just you have to choose somebody who's middle aged, who's like recognized. But, like, not famous yet. And if you buy a painting, when they die, it's going to be worth more money no matter what. All right. So we're talking about, like, a 47-year-old guy. Yes. You buy one of his paintings and you wait for him to die. Yeah. I'm going to keep this. uh, Like, I'm only going to buy art that I like. And it's going to be in my home. All right. You just might have to wait 50 years. Yeah. I'm willing to do that. I'm going to live forever. Okay. You are in your early 40s. As are you. We are both... (laughs) Middle-aged women. How does it feel to be approaching the grave? Really good. Do you know that our lives are, like, half over? No, they're not. Pretty close. I'm going to be 31 in a week. Not even. Women live to be 76 on average. So you're about 45% finished with your life. (laughs) How does that feel? I'm a little closer. I'm about halfway there. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. When you say it like that. Yeah. If you look at like a chart, we're like right in the middle. Can we get back on track? Yeah. So you're investing in art. Yeah, I want to start buying art, but like like I am not a rich person, so I can't buy expensive art, but I want to start getting into like up-and-coming artists. That's what I want to spend my money on. That's fun. Yeah. And like I do want to buy a house at some point. Yeah. In the next five years probably. Mm-hmm. Two miles from mine. One mile? One mile! Right. I'm not walk two miles to your house. <laughs> one mile. You're not going to walk one mile either. I don't want to have, I don't want to argue with, I will with leave. you about this again. I will leave. My next question? 
My next question. Yeah, I'm ready. Ask it. All right. Somebody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. My point is, is that this question, we need to really blaze it. And when I'm talking about blazing. (laughs) (laughs) Blaze through it and blaze it are different things. This is a quick question. As long as somebody doesn't go on a tangent. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to go on First of all, okay, let me read the question also, and then I'll address the show, it. So we're not going to lose any listeners for this question. Shut up. Let me just read it because this isn't interesting at all. <laughs> uh, okay, this is uh, this is a classic. This is just a classic game of Mary Fuck Kill, uh, but just c- restricted to the Office characters. Everybody loves The Office. Mm-hmm. And it's rebooting now, allegedly. What? The whole cast had a brunch together. Oh, boy. They've been talking about a reboot. There's a reboot. It's going to be rebooted. Not interested. Everybody's going to be involved. Original Not writers. Not interested. Because when I rewatch The Office, which is constantly, God, I, I just said we can't go on a tangent. At, like season five, I stop at season. Once Steve Jim Carell and Pam- is going to come back. Whatever. Once Jim and Pam get married, at all, it's it's not that it goes down. Doesn't matter because it it gets it's still as good as it is. But for me, The Office is only Jim and Pam chasing it's each other. It's Still as good as it is. Oh god, that is always true, no matter what. <laughs> No matter how bad it is, it's, it's as good as it good is. It's always Ask the question. All right. Here's mine. Yeah. Creed, Mose, and Amy Adams as the hot bag lady from first the first of season. All, first of all, I'm upset that you can't remember her name. She was a character. She was in she two was different in... seasons. Two different seasons. Yeah. She had an arc. Multi- she had an arc. She was a recurring character, which means she got I more I know, money. but I'm not going to say her name because it makes more sense Amy to Adams say Amy Adams as hot bag lady. Okay. Uh, Wasn't that episode called Hot Lady? I don't know. That episode where she that comes was, in with her bags is called the, Hot Lady. That was the last episode of season one, and mm. I don't watch that don't season it, because it's bad. Well, they're finding the footing, for sure. Yeah, we're trying. Okay, so this was hard. Um, I said fuck Moe's, I guess. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like people on a farm, like, know tricks. Tricks? Like... He's, be, he's I feel like Pennsylvania Amish. He doesn't I feel know like anything. He'd be good. He'd be game for anything. He does the hole in the sheet. Sure. That's all he knows. But that means that he doesn't know what kind of hole is on the other end. <laughs> so you're probably good on that front. What does that mean? You know, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make way. any sense. Obviously, I'm going to marry Amy Adams because she's Amy Adams. She's great. She is whatever. She's great. She's whatever. She's great. She was so nice. And Jim broke up with her on a boat. Yeah, that was sad. But, I mean. <laughs> he it, broke up with her on a boat. Yeah, because she, she couldn't get no out of there. She had no escape plan. Yeah, she couldn't get out of there. Because Jim was trash. And we all Number know one, why he's trash. Um, and so kill Creed because he deserves to be killed. He's, he's possibly a murderer on that show. Right. Yeah. So what I said was, um, I said Mary Moe's. Uh, because this marriage would be a sham, obviously. And he, as a Pennsylvania Dutch, he would be cool with separate beds because they, they always mm. sleep in, in twin beds or closest to twin beds. Well, they beds. don't have twin beds, yeah. yeah it's, 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 they make their own mattresses. The, clo- the closest would be a twin mattress. Um, and he probably makes a steady living. Oh, so, yeah, they are independently wealthy. Yeah, so... And so are you, so it would just be, like, two dynasties. Sure, two dynasties. <laughs> Merging. Yeah. To solidify power. So I would marry Moe's. It would be a loveless marriage, but it would be a good arrangement. Um, I would do Amy Adams, um, mostly just because I'm, like, certainly not having sex with Creed. 
Um, and I would kill Creed because he's not even Creed. He is not Creed. He murdered the real Creed. Everybody knows that at this point. He either well, it's it's implied that he stole his identity. Yeah. The real Creed is dead. We, uh, we don't know how. Yeah. <laughs> okay, exactly. is it my turn? Yes. Okay, this one's easy. They're all of Michael's uh, concubines. Um, Holly, Jan, and Carol. Well, they're not all of them. We know it's, Pam's well, mom in there. I mean, which one? They recast her. They really did. They, <laughs> <laughs> they really, they did that. What's your answer? Um, I would marry Carol because I think it would be a stable life. And again, mm-hmm. all these marriages are going to be loveless anyway. You know, you just got to figure out how to how to live alongside these people and be in a partnership and go off and do your own thing. Right. I feel like she would respect my space. I would uh, uh, Holly. <laughs> Can't say that word. <laughs> this is a family podcast. I know. I don't like saying that. Not because I'm a prude, just because it just like Ugh. feels. It's just not. In, it's not in my aesthetic. Um, <laughs> it's true. I don't like that word. I would mac love to Holly because she. If you. If you. I'm sure you know. She's the only one that Michael had made no mention of. Um, of forcing him to do something in bed that he wasn't comfortable That's with. That's true. <laughs> the only one. So I feel like she would be. Wait, Carol made him do stuff. Yeah, when they broke up in the Benihana. Uh, Christmas episode, which is my favorite Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Michael is on the floor at, in Pam's reception, and he's like, "My my stomach hurts, my body hurts, everything hurts." And Pam is like, "Well, maybe you should get up off the floor." And he was like, "What if somebody made you do something in bed that you weren't comfortable with?" You don't remember that scene? No, it's a really. very light mm-hmm. reference to the fact that Carol pushed him. I know that Jan did that. Yeah, I know that Jan did that, too, obviously. That was well known. But Carol, it's much more subtle. It was just this one comment that he made. And I'll send it to you later. Okay, please do. Uh, So, yeah, Holly would be a generous lover. Um, And I would kill Jan because she's, like, she's chaotic evil. And and I don't need that toxicity in my life. So I would kill Holly. What? I would kill Holly. I just don't like Holly as a character. Oh. I feel like she's kind of a pushover. Yeah, she kind of like floated between relationships. Yeah. Like she was just like, oh, I'm with Rob Hubel now. I also don't like the the trope of like shitty men being reformed by women. Like Michael Scott being yeah. reformed by Like Holly? Jan was, Michael. like Michael was an actual shitty person. And then he didn't really get better until. No, I don't agree with that. Holly I think that I think that they were kind of equals. I think that they made Holly weird. Holly weird. I mean, Holly was weird, <laughs> but Michael was like an actual no person. No, he wasn't. He was. No, they based. He absolutely no, was. the the UK version. He was an actual terrible person, and they modeled Michael after him. And the first season is is like a a complete mirror. I'll send you a list. Excuse me. I'll send you a list. Excuse me. Michael, yes, is a terrible person, but he's got like a little heart of gold. He's got a little like nugget of of jelly in his center, his jelly center. We don't have to agree. We have a lot to get through. I'm not going to argue that Michael is a good person. I'm just saying that Holly didn't fix him. Well. They're, they're e- they're, they are equals. I disagree. I would kill Holly. I don't want anything to do with her. Okay. 
I guess I would frick. (laughs) (laughs) Carol, we can't curse anymore. Should that be a new rule that we can't curse on this podcast? What? So that we don't have the little explicit Explicit tag. tag? Carol seems like, if that's what I'm looking for, physical only, she seems like the 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 person to do that because like she's always busy she always has showings what do you know about it she's she's always like i have a i have to show a house in an hour so i only got an hour let's do this i'm like great okay i would marry jan because you uh, would marry jan i think that would be interesting you are a contrarian i feel like no i feel like we would we would be together forever and we would (laughs) fight all the time uh is it my turn yeah it's my turn yeah yeah. <laughs> okay, here is my question. It's a little bit of a scenario. It'll go pretty quickly. I hope. This is a fun little game. It's a scenario. You, Kristen, are hiring for a new position. Unimportant what that position it's, it's is. Like, it's like a generic office job. It's like mid-level, but it's 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 sort of like a like a Chandler Bing sort of thing where nobody knows what nobody he does. Nobody knows what he does. I'm going to briefly describe three candidates to you, and you have to choose one for the job based on my description. And then I'm going to tell you who they are. They're going to be, like, notable people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wrote down I'm not going to try and trick you into hiring Hitler. This is not that game. Cool. Okay. Number one, this person was born in Massachusetts. Oh. But was an exchange student in Sweden and speaks fluent Swedish. Okay. They worked as a window mannequin for Ann Taylor after high school. A window. They worked as a window mannequin. Like yeah, a live like mannequin? like somebody who like stands in the window. Okay. As like a human mannequin. I don't know. Okay. Um, they also placed twenty fourth out of three hundred in the Olympic archery tryouts Go. in two thousand for the Sydney Olympics. <laughs> I didn't write that down, but it's another little another little thing. Okay. Okay. That's number one. Number two. She has one hundred fifteen thousand followers on Instagram. She has two maids who take care of her and keep a diary of her activities and her moods. She earned $3.18 million in 2014. That is number two. It's kind of of a lot. Number three, this person is colorblind. In high school, he qualified for state-level Division I wrestling. He majored in industrial engineering before dropping out of college. He won two Teen Choice Awards. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to hire? Okay, so the first, g- give me like a like one sound bite about each of them so that okay. I remember. The first one's Swedish. born in Massachusetts, window mannequin archery. Window- <laughs> the second one, sort of famous on Instagram, has maids, earned $3 million <laughs> in 2014. Uh-huh. The third one is colorblind, was a wrestler in high school, majored in industrial engineering, has two Teen, t- 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 <laughs> teen Choice Awards. That is hard to say. Two Two Teen Choice choice Awards. awards. She sells two Teen Choice Awards by (laughs) the seashore. seashore. Who are you going to hire? Definitely don't want the influencer. Okay. And, you know, for this mid-level office job, I feel like the the talents of the engineer will just be wasted. So I want the archery Swedish person. He didn't graduate. He doesn't have a degree. Whatever. I made my choice. Okay. So here, I'll tell you the person you chose. I will tell you who that is last. Okay. Number two, the influencer with maids. That is Carl Lagerfeld's cat. <laughs> Her name is Choupette. Choupette? Yeah. 
She earned $3 million in 2014 from modeling campaigns. Oh, my God. And she has two maids who to keep a diary of her moods. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, the industrial engineer. That is... Uh, uh, Adam. Crap, I forgot his name. I forgot to write it down. Adam. It's one of the Paul brothers. Paul? Yeah. Oh, Logan. Who's the older one? It's the, the older, older Paul brother. The older one is Logan. Okay, it's, the one it's that Logan Paul. The one saw the dead person. I'm glad you didn't choose Logan Paul. <laughs> Me too. Uh, the one you chose is Gina Davis. Oh, okay. She's Archer? Yeah. She... She's so cool. She placed 24th out of 300 for tryouts. She didn't make the team. This was in 2000. She didn't start... Archery until 1997. That's crazy because that's like well yeah. after Beetlejuice. Like that's like well into her that's acting a, career. That's like well after her <laughs> acting career. I mean, when she was, was like their own? The early 90s? Yeah, that was like 1990, I think. Wow, so she picked up archery yeah. later in life and then in went out for the Olympic team. Yeah, yeah and she, she did super so well. Cool. She almost qualified. She's so fucking cool. She's so cool. And she doesn't really act very much anymore, but she, she has like a company that is all about like women in movies i think her foundation invented the what's that test like two women talk to each other about something oh no that's a bechdel test well i mean like what i thought i think i thought her foundation invented that it's a new thing it might have been a foundation but i mean like that's allison bechdel theorem theory allison bechdel she wrote fun home that's not her theory. Yes, it is. Look it up, bitch. Are you sure? Look it up, you dumb idiot. I thought that, like, predated her. She's been around for a while. Uh, the Bechtel test is a measure of the representation of women in fiction. It asks whether a work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man. Also known as the Bechtel-Wallace test, it is named after the American cartoonist Alison Bechtel, in whose comic strip Dykes to Watch Out For... The test first appeared in 1985. People have – there's a lot of discussion about that test now. It doesn't actually work anymore. Why? Because we've got – they've gotten better? You can pass the test and still have, like, a super sexist movie. Oh, well, sure. Yeah. Also, there was a tweet. One of my favorite tweets is that someone realizes that the intro to Baby Got Back passes the Bechdel test. Oh, my God, Becky, look at her butt. <laughs> Because it's, it's in the yeah. that video, it's two girls talking about another girl. Sure, technically passes. Yeah, but I like shit talking her. Which it is... passes. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> you hired the right person. You didn't hire I a Paul. Really did, and you didn't hire a cat. Okay, your turn. Here's my here's my three candidates. Okay, that I'm going to describe to you, and you, one of which you must choose. So, first candidate is uh, a 50 year old <laughs> mother of five. Denied. <laughs> <laughs> She's a mother of five. She graduated from the University of Florida with a degree in business. A previous job she held was as a buyer for Bloomingdale's in Chicago. And um, she walks a little strange due to a head injury. <laughs> but it's... Does she eat an avocado every day after school? <laughs> no. It's not true anymore. Um, it doesn't affect... The, the, but the head injury doesn't affect she her ability walks to... She a little differently. Can I please finish my sentence? Yeah, I'm just... I'm trying to keep track of Oh, these... are you? Is that what you're doing? Because I just me. wanted to get a sentence out yeah. and it sounded like you were just interrupting me. No, I'm just following along. She walks a little strange. And it's not going to affect her job. 
She just walks a little weird. Okay, so that's number one. Um, this next candidate is a graduate of Bath College of Domestic Science. And uh, she worked as an electric oven demonstrator. Uh, that was her first job. Uh, she's held a number of jobs since then. But that is the most relevant one because she was, like, driving around in hot rod and, like, showing mm. people how to, like, bake in their oven. This is your mom. This is Elro. Are you kidding me? Her mom doesn't bake anything in her life. At AOL.com. <laughs> Don't say my mom's email address. <laughs> that is legitimately my mother's email Questions address. and comments, please email us at elro at AOL.com. <laughs> oh, you didn't get the number. Okay, you don't know the number. Oh. So. The third person, third candidate, is a Nobel Peace Prize winner and graduate of the U.S. Naval Academy. But this candidate has, like, a strong emotional connection to peanuts and... Like, he's a great employee and will do the job well. So I'm obviously well. not hiring this person. <laughs> he will do the job. But the thing is that he's super smart and he'll do the job really well. But he'll always try to work peanuts into the conversation. That's the only thing. Is this Mr. Peanut? Strengths and weaknesses. The legume? No, it's not the legume, man. No, it's not. So those are your three candidates. You got number one, University of Florida graduate. Got a head injury. Number two, uh... <laughs> Graduated from the Bath College of Domestic Science, drove around, taught people how to use ovens. Number three, Nobel Peace Prize winner loves peanuts. I'm going to hire the middle one. Oven lady. Oven lady. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll tell you her last. Yeah. tell That's how this game goes. Yeah. I like this segment. Let's do it every time. It's fun. Um, so the Nobel Peace Prize winner and the U.S. Naval Academy guy that is smart, but he loves peanuts is um, Jimmy Carter, our 40, 30-something president. He's the one who had to give up his farm, right? He had to give it up. Wait. Is he the one with the peanut farm? Yeah, he's a peanut farmer. Yeah, and he had to give it up. And that's the that established the you have to give up your business to be president. Right. Yes, exactly. His beloved peanut he's farm. His beloved. Which, like, how fucking boring do you have to be well, that's kinda, to enjoy I, your peanut farm? I, Peanuts? <laughs> Peanuts? <laughs> I read up on him today, and <laughs> he he grew up like in a, on a peanut farm. And but he always had dreams to to, to go to the naval academy and enter the navy. So he did that. Then he met his wife in the naval academy or whatever, and they got married. And they were moving around. They booped around for years because he was in the navy. And then all of a sudden, his dad died, and he had to go. And he was like, "I gotta go back to wherever, and I gotta run this peanut farm." And his wife was like, "Are you kidding me?" Did he not, did he, was he glad to give up his peanut farm? No, I think, no, he, what? His wife was like, what the fuck? I was really liking booping around and now we're going to be sitting in a, on a peanut farm? Absolutely not. That sucks. And he was like, but this is what I want. She's like, okay, fine, because I'm a woman and it's the 1940s. Yeah, she couldn't say no. Then he, like, I guess he, you know, he got into politics and he had to give up his peanut farm. Yeah. And then the wife was happy because she had to boop around a lot as first lady. Lord knows. Michelle Obama's just the Barclays Center. Michelle Obama's just the Barclays Center. <laughs> okay, next. Thank you. Uh, the 50-year-old mother of five uh, from the University of Florida with a degree in business. And she was a buyer at Bloomingdale's in Chicago. And she had a head injury. You're going to say this and I... This was on the tip of my tongue. Yeah? I think so. Who is it? 
Tan Mom. <laughs> okay, I did not know that. Which is strange because I literally read the entire Wikipedia entry for Tan Mom. Hmm. Like four days ago because I was wondering what she was doing now. Interesting. I was looking for a Wikipedia page on Tan Mom. Admittedly, I didn't look too hard. It wasn't but... a Wikipedia page. It was like Encyclopedia okay. Dramatica. That's what I'm talking about. I could not find a Wikipedia page which was what I was looking for. It was like Know Your Meme. Which it is it was Know Your Meme. It's a wiki. It's yes, a wiki. It's a wiki. I, I looked at the, at the Tan Mom wiki and it did not provide very much information. So then I found another article that was a fucking mile long. <laughs> That was written this year about Tan Mom, published in a New Zealand paper, online, whatever. It was so long. It was so poorly written, mm-hmm. but I ate it up, and it went through her whole life. Our outro music should be her song that she did. There's less chance of getting sued by Tan Mom. <laughs> she would love the... <laughs> yeah, she would. She's gone through lots of ups and downs ever since 2012. Have when... you heard her song? They, like, made a beat for her, and she yeah. just slurs it's, things over it. She's like, it's Tan Mom. Yeah, it was like... <laughs> yeah. I want to listen to that. Okay, fine. Fine. <laughs> so, the one that you chose. Yes. The graduate of Bath College oh, of boy. Domestic Science. Uh, she was an oven demonstrator. Very good. Mary Berry. Oh. Very good. Yeah, I would hire her for anything. Yeah. Any position. She makes good business decisions. She got out of Great British Bake Off. She got out. When it didn't feel right anymore. Well, she went to American Bake Off for more money. Oh, is that what happened? I think so, yeah. But what is American Bake Off? Do you know that show, this second season, they couldn't air it? Of American Bake Off? Yeah, they aired two episodes, and then the, the one of the hosts had, like, a scandal, like a sexual assault cancel. Can- <laughs> scandal, and they canceled. <laughs> He's canceled. Yeah, but they're doing season three with a new guy. And one of the contestants wears one of my t-shirts. They had to call me and get clearance for it. Oh, my God. Which one? I don't know which one. Which t-shirt, I mean. Y'all ready for this? (laughs) Good. In the shape of a slice of bread. You think I was really asking which contestant wore it? Oh. I don't know. I did meet him at New York Comic Con. Okay. Let's move on. Yeah. So, Mary Berry. Good. Let's go. Okay, here's my next question. What's the absolute maximum number of pets in a household before it gets unmanageable? I have thought about this question a lot. Really? In the past 10 years. <laughs> okay. Ever since the episode of Hoarders when they Oh no. They showed one cat skeleton and then <laughs> there were too many after that and they were like we can't show this on television so there yeah. were like those like black card interstitials where they're like they've been cleaning for 2 hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They found 40 cat skeletons. Yeah. And then they do another little, like, they're, like, cleaning and doing things and, like, whatever. And then there's another interstitial. And it's, like, they finished. The total count was 90 cat skeletons. (laughs) Like, it was something insane. Like, so many cat skeletons. So my answer is... (laughs) (laughs) It... There are factors. It depends. There are factors. It depends on how big your home is. Yes. Like, I have a one-bedroom apartment, uh-huh. and we have two cats. Three cats would be too much. Yeah. But if I buy a house soon, in the next five years, then I can get, like, nine or ten more. Nine or ten? It depends. As long as, like, each cat can have a ten-foot privacy radius. Oh, okay. That's good. You do by square foot. Yeah. Like, cats have, like, their little territories. Yeah. 
That's smart to do it by. I feel like I feel like the, the the rule is one room per cat. Kitchen doesn't count because that can't be a cat area. Oh, you mean just like straight up rooms? Yeah, like, not like bedrooms. Like a cat can live in. Like a cat can be in the living room and a cat can be in a bedroom, and like chilling. Okay. That's think, my that's my rule. I think that makes sense. It's it also it changes if you have if they're outdoor cats. Because if they're outdoor cats, you, oh, can, you can have go, a million. Go nuts. Who cares? Yeah. My my grandmother uh, had something like twenty cats on their farm, which is fine because they lived outside yeah. in the born. And my mom would like capture them and neuter them. She neuter would... them? Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, like that's fine. What are she you would, talking about? She would take them to be neutered. Yeah, she would. She would do it herself. Are you? You understand how the way that you phrase that? She just like approach them with a knife. <laughs> yeah. That's how it sounded. No, I yeah. understand. Okay. I understand. Okay. okay. This is just but a no, she misunderstanding. Would, they used to fight about that because my grandparents thought it was cruel. But they would there would be kittens all the time. Yeah. On the farm and they would just like freeze to death. A stray cat like has kittens and if it's the winter like they just all die. And so she finally convinced them to like spay and neuter the cats, and then they'd release them back into the barn. That was good on your mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, Me turn? Same question for you. Whatever that was. Yeah. Whatever that question was. The, how many how pets many, how many... until it's unmanageable? Yeah. Uh, interesting to me that you just base it all on cats. <laughs> As if that's the only I mean, that's, pet that you can have. It's, I mean, if you want to get into dogs, like, I feel like dogs is one per person. Your part is over. Dogs are the, well, it's, it's coming back to me. Dogs are the same as children. No, no couple should have more than two kids. If you have a third kid, what? if you have a third kid, one of the kids is always going to be left out. And your kids are either not going to get enough attention or there's always going to be the one who they don't care about. Okay, this is coming from a, from a, an only child. Yeah, dogs and babies are the exact same. There's <laughs> okay, no difference. You don't have, okay. Your part is done. It's me too. One dog now. per person. Here's how I, in terms of the absolute maximum number of pets in a household before it gets unmanageable. Can't wait to hear your answer. <laughs> I did an a point system. So, okay. so you, you have 100 points to spend in your household. And you're right. It, de- it really does depend on how big your home is. Uh, but this, this is pretty much, this is exclusive to homeowners. And it could be like a small house. It could be a big house. But it's pretty much the same. If we're talking about a one-bedroom apartment, it doesn't really apply. And I'm sorry. And maybe I'll adjust it. Maybe we're talking about a 50-point system. You have a, a one-bedroom apartment. apartment. I know. And of one dog. Yeah, exactly. So let's say that, okay, I'm adjusting it right now. A one-bedroom apartment, is fi- you have 50 points to spend. And in a house. It was 100 a minute ago. Excuse me. In a house, it's 100. Okay. I understand. So here's how, how here's how it goes. Fish are two points a piece. Okay? okay. So if you want to go all in on fish, you have fifty fish. You have fifty fish in an aquarius. Okay. Okay. Multiple aquaria eye aquaria. However you like, you can have fifty fish if you really want. If that's what you're going all in on. If you are, that's insane. But to each his own. Um, turtles are twenty. Okay. So you really shouldn't have more than nobody five should, turtles. Nobody should have any turtles. Turtles are disgusting. I'm not I'm not advocating for turtle anything. ownership. I'm just saying that if you are a turtle person, 
then you really shouldn't have more than five in your home, and you certainly shouldn't have more than two in your apartment. You realize that – I hope you're going through every single animal because we have to go through every single animal now. I'm not, I'm not going through every – I'm going through I'm going through the big ones, okay? Okay. Well, I'm going to have questions after. Fine. Let's get through it. Let me just say my piece, and then you can berate me. It's not a beration. <laughs> it's just a Q&A. All right. Turtles are 20, as I said. Birds – are 32. Okay. Okay, so you can have three birds and then one fish left over? Yeah. Okay. However, however you want to do it. However you want to do it. Um, cats are also 32. Okay. Um, dogs are 50. Okay, I, we agree. Yeah, so it really is, it's a maximum of two per yeah. household. And I mean, like, I'm not going to say, if you live on a farm, blah, 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 if your whole life is taking care of animals. They don't and they're also, they don't have, they can't access podcasts. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> so for a nor, for normal, regular, run-of-the-mill, garden-variety household, dogs are 50 points, and you have 100 points to spend, so spend them wisely. Reptiles are 101 points, because... <laughs> Reptiles are not meant for this earth. Do you know that, we're getting, not for this you know that we're getting lizards? We have one fish that's still alive, and when it dies, we're getting lizards. <laughs> so, just to reiterate, fish are two points, turtles are 20, birds are 32, cats are also 32, dogs are 50, reptiles are not allowed. So, if you're going in on all of these, if you're going fully in on dog, you can only have two. If you're going in on cats and birds, you can only have three of each. If you're going in on turtles of e- of each, no, no, so no, no, here's no, my no, question. No, 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 so no, no, I, no, no, no. I I agree that birds are thirty and cats are thirty, but 32. they are they are different levels of the apartment. Like cats are on the ground, birds are up. I know, but this is how you spend it. So you can't have three birds and three cats. You could have two cur. <laughs> it's okay. It, nobody heard, nobody, nobody heard it. Nobody Try again. It. <laughs> if at first you don't succeed. We can dust it off dust and try again. Dust yourself off and try again. It's a, yeah, it's dust yourself off and try again. We can dust it off, meaning your penis. Your penis. That song is about Shut up, Adam, stop. There's no time. There's no time to talk about there that. Is. You think we're we talking about that we song? We have 23 minutes. Shut up. <laughs> you can have two cats and one bird. Absolutely. You have to spend your points wisely. So if you have two cats, that's uh, 64 points. If you add a bird onto that, that's 94. That's 96 points. So then you get two fish on top of that, and you can get your an even 100. Yeah. But you cannot go over 100 points. So okay. if you have a dog. How much are rats? Not part of the equation. Go oh to God. hell. Are you kidding me? Rats are the best. I know. You know what? Rats, I don't have anything against rats domesticated are like, rats. rats. Rats are great because they're like lizards that you can take out of the cage and they'll actually cuddle with you and they do tricks. You can teach them tricks. Okay. Caleb is nodding. Caleb agrees with me. This is why I like Caleb because he always agrees with me. Honestly, that's why. <laughs> yeah. I, I made sure that I had, I I could see him. He only nods at my at me. He never <laughs> nods at you. <laughs> I guess I just don't notice. <laughs> How much are rats? I want to know for real. How, who cares? Let's move on. Because we the have fish to move are, on. Because the fish are going to die, and then we're going to have a fight about lizards versus rats, and I want to get rats. But how many rats do you want? I feel like you only need one. One. Yeah, you only need one. Yeah, so that, I mean, 70 points. Well, I've, I'm already I'm already at it's like... It's money, Caleb! <laughs> Caleb said $10. Yeah, this is a different currency. I already have two cats. I already have two cats, so I've spent points, and I need enough points to get a rat. <laughs> but you can't. The thing is, is that you can This cannot... is like me on the phone with my credit card company. 
trying to get a new backpack. <laughs> you can't have a rat. You have two cats. Okay? I'm going to get and a rat. And it's not because of the animosity between I'm cats gonna, and rats. I'm going to get a rat. You spend your points. I'm going to make I'm going to make sure the fish die before you come over on Friday so I can have a rat for you to play You're with. You're going to make sure? Yeah. That sounds like premeditated murder that to fish, me. That fish. We have one fish left and it is <laughs> it is it might be dead when I go home. <laughs> it's like swimming sideways cuz it has a bladder issue. Listen, we have 20 minutes. Can we please Yeah, my turn. This is fun. <laughs> Here's my question. I want to know what do you, Kristen, think the best and worst parts of managing me, Adam James Ellis, would be? Okay, so I... This uh... is a trap. (laughs) (laughs) I... It it really depends on the job. I'm going to be honest. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to talk. So I'm going to say that... I'm going to choose the job, okay. and I'm and I'm going to make the job not one that uses your skills. You know, okay. it's it's going to be it's it's going to be you're going to have a real retail job, and it's going to be a TJ Maxx specifically. Okay, so it's not like I am managing you, and you are like one of my illustrators, and you're right. doing work that's like fulfilling and using all of your skill sets. You are working at TJ Maxx, and I'm your manager. That's that sounds great so far. Okay, so. The best part of managing you would be that you would inevitably talk about how you work at TJ Maxx, like at a specific store, like on Instagram stories or Instagram okay. posts or Facebook or video, whatever it is. People would would get it because mm-hmm. you have a following. So and so they... I'm so I'm that teen who sends death threats to people <laughs> and they see that I work at TJ Maxx and then no. they email you. No, 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 no. The opposite. This is all wholesome. <laughs> so you work at TJ Maxx and you, you know, you've made friends with the, with your coworkers and you do like little fun little like workplace Instagram stories and people are like, oh my God, I know that TJ Maxx and it, word spreads and all of these teens and youths come in that are fans of yours and it's foot traffic, which is great for me as a manager because it's inexplicable foot traffic in a place when I normally wouldn't have as much. So that looks great on me as a manager. Because my store is doing very well. Because you bring in all this extra traffic. Mm -hmm. Inevitable purchases. Um, The worst part uh, would be everything else. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If this is retail, I'm a nightmare. You would be an awful employee. I have been an awful employee. I know. And I, I, it's, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a nice person. I know you are. I'm just really bad at, like, numbers and. (laughs) Just looked at his nails as he did that. As he said that. Um, well, they're kind of shiny because I put a I put a top coat on that has a bitter taste. It's a really cool story to prevent you from. Yeah, so I don't bite them. them. Cool tip. It's a tip for people who bite their nails. Cool tip. I so, was yeah. just seeing if I needed another coat when I go home. Adam, you are extremely talented. Thank you. Thank you. And when That's you so nice. let's just end the podcast here. <laughs> when you are told to do something like a retail job and you have no interest in it, you're not going to do it well. It's not about interest. You're painting me in the wrong light. Well, I mean, it's just, you're not. I have a learning disability. I can't do numbers. Oh, my God. It's not about numbers. It's about numbers. It's about anxiety. It's about memorization. Okay, Adam. 
It's not my fault. I can't help it. Fine. I'm just saying you'd be a terrible retail employee. You would get fired because you would complain about me (laughs) to the higher ups. And they'd be like, he brings in a lot of learning. He has a learning disability. (laughs) And he brings in a lot of foot traffic. All right. Okay. What about me? What would be the Mm. worst things about. Okay. Well, I chose your actual area of expertise. Really? Kind of. Yeah. I don't know what else you would. I guess. I I mean, if it's retail, I guess it's the same answer if it's retail. Yeah. Why don't you just say it? So the best part is that I think like you would I would never have to spend this sounds mean but I would never I would never have to spend time with you <laughs> <laughs> like you I feel like you I would give you a job and you'd just like be able to do it and you're very independent Yeah I don't like to talk to people Yeah like I would never have to worry about you or your job performance and I could be like here's here's the thing, go do whatever. Like, I would never have to worry about you. Okay, what's the worst thing? The worst thing is that um, by some, I don't know why I would ever do this, but I would put you in charge of, like, ordering new items, <laughs> and you would spend literally two minutes in whatever the form is, whatever the, the program is, and you would just, you would do it like an Alex Mack melting. I would give up, yeah. Because you do, I do know this I about you. We all know this about you. You give up very easily. On the internet especially. I you can't find the button, the one-click order button on Amazon. <laughs> and you send me an SOS. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So there, I, there would be certain jobs that you would have to do that, like, if it's not immediately clear what to do, <laughs> you would just, like, knock over a shelf. Okay, fine. Fair and fine. Tough but fair. Was that my last question? Yeah, this is my last question okay. now. All right, so this game <clears throat> is called Manage My Expectations. Good. I'm going to drop us into two scenarios, two separate scenarios, and you need to answer one question about each scenario as it relates to managing my expectations. And that sounds very confusing and it doesn't matter. Basically, these are just questions. These are basically like podcast questions that I have <laughs> that I have like thought up that um, I've put in the context of managing my expectations. Um, so we're just going to blaze through them. Let's blaze it. <laughs> so here's the first scenario. We are both killed in a tragic podcasting accident and arrive in hell at the same time. The devil offers you, Adam, a deal. For each Kristen secret you tell him, you get one day off from torture. Okay, question. Is this one day off my total time or like one day a week? Your your total time. Okay. (laughs) Okay. He'll know if you're lying about the secret so you can't make up secrets. Okay? Okay. Um, You don't know how, but he will use those secrets to torture me harder. So manage my expectations. How many secrets do you tell him, if any? Okay, question. Tell me how you feel about this. (laughs) Question. (laughs) I'm under the impression that hell is forever. Am I getting out of hell at some point? No, it's literally just a day where you get to go to a spa. Like, it's like a nice day. It's not even that you don't get tortured. You get to have a nice day. Oh. Okay, well, then I would not tell him any secrets. Because if it's eternity... I'm not going to be able to enjoy my spa day if I'm going back to eternity. Right. And that... If I get one day off a week? But then you just tell them seven secrets and then you're set for life. Afterlife. What if if it's like one secret per... So like it's one hour a week. That's pretty good. Yeah. 
Can we do that? Okay. Can I change can I change your question? Yeah. Okay. Um the answer is still none because I don't think I know any secrets about you. Yeah, that is hard. Remember when I tried to think about a secret and it took me like four hours? Yeah, I, I feel like we're both pretty shameless. And I talked about how I just like pooped in my parents' basement and the toilet didn't flush. That was my secret. And that's barely a secret. I know, but I never told anybody and nobody's ever talked to me. No, I mean it. like now I'm thinking if I actually know any secrets about you and I don't think I do. Well, so you wouldn't... Do I? If you came up with one, like assuming that you just came up with one little juicy secret, let's just assume that that's in your brain. I mean, Would like... you give that to the devil for one hour a week of no torture, please? Probably not. I It would need to be... I would need like at least a three-day weekend for it to be worth it. <laughs> Honestly, if it were me, I would just see how bad the torture was and I would reassess from there. Okay. I think that's what I would do. Here's the second scenario. You take up the cello, and it turns out you're very good at it. You go on a worldwide tour. A whirlwind. Whirl- a world, whirlpool. <laughs> I did write whirlwind first. I wrote whirlwind worldwide, and I thought that was going to be too much. <laughs> so you go on a worldwide tour, which is 65 cities. Manage my expectations. What is my role in your tour crew? What is your role in my tour crew? What is my role in your tour crew? Um, <clears throat> it's it's an interesting question because it's I don't I don't actually want to make you work. I just want you to hang out. So I guess like you're gonna be merch girl on my cello tour. <laughs> merch girl on your cello tour? What kind of merch are you gonna have? Like little cello pins. Oh, that's cute. Enamel. Yeah. Okay, so if if it was my cello tour, mm-hmm. and you were. In my tour crew, I, I have a very specific plan for you on my tour crew. No. And it's, it's probably going to hurt my feelings. That's okay. It's really not. It's really not. You're actually going to really like it. Okay. You're going to be the tour bus medium. Okay. So you'll do, like, tarot card readings and palm readings, and you'll, like, talk to the dead or whatever. But your real <laughs> your your real purpose is to, like, gather, like dirt and juice on my employees basically oh and see which nice. ones are loyal i do like you that. know i do like that so like they'll confide in you and then you'll report back to me i like that i was i was iffy in the beginning because doing readings are actually a lot of work and i don't want to do work but if there's an ulterior motive i'll do whatever it takes yeah there's an ulterior motive yeah i like it it's good okay end of episode that's it we got through it and now I guess Tan Mom is coming in? Oh, God. Here she comes. Tan Mom. <laughs> bitch. Are you ready? It's Patricia. Bitch. Here I come. I've got a message to use protection from the sun. Ha, 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 ha. I want to get, get my tan on. They all are losers. I'm sexier than the Teen Mom. So I want you to bow.